Okay, good morning everybody. Today's December 11th. Daf Lamid Tet. We stopped at the Mishnah on the top of the page. Top of Lamid Tet Amur Aleph. Is this yours? Okay, Lamid Tet Amur Aleph. On the top, second, third line down, Mishnah. Yalla. Shor shal pikeach shenagach shor shal chayresh shotei v'chatan hayav. So if you have an ox that belongs to a regular person, pikeach is what we use the word that we use for a person that's in, in his right mind, is a regular guy, and he gored the ox that belongs to either chadesh, which is a deaf mute, or a shoteh, someone who's crazy, right, uh, uh, abnormal, a katan, a child, if they own the ox, so hayav, the person who's, uh, who's you know, a regular upstanding citizen, responsible person, is obligated to pay damages to these people if they own, if their ox was gored. Now the inverse is not true. Okay, put it, put it here, put it here. Other way around. Patur. If their ox gored me, right? One of these gored their gored my ox, they would not have to pay. Okay. Mishnah now says that if the ox would belong to one of these three people that were Right, the, not the regular person. We call them hashu in the Rashi Tevot. hashu. Okay. Anyway, so these one of these. Okay, it now says that what will happen was if their ox, their ox gored, Bedin will appoint a trustee, and we were able to we will be able to testify into the trustee, which is sort of contradictory to the Reisha, which the Gemara will have to deal with, because a minute ago you told me they're patur, so what do I need a trustee for and testify against the trustee if they're not paying anyway? So the Gemara will ask that question. Okay. So, but it says, Be'edin ma'amidin lahem apotropos, ma'edin lahem ifnei apotropos. Nit pakeya ha'chayresh, if all of a sudden the deaf mute was able to all of a sudden hear and speak, or nishtafeh ha'shoteh, he became normal, right? V'igdil ha'katan, or the katan grew up, now he's an adult. Hazal tamuto. The Mishnah says that the, it seems so far, at least on face value, that the ox now becomes Tom again. Even though what changed was the owner of the ox, the ox will be considered Tom. That's the Bimir's opinion. In fact, that the owner changed doesn't mean the ox changed. Why are we changing the status of the ox? Okay, fine. Shor ha'itzdadin. En chayav mita. ki So itzdadin is a stadium. Meaning uh, an ox that's in a bullfight was trained to be a fighter in the in the stadium, and if he kills the the conquistador, right? So that's not his fault. He was trained to kill. It's not the pasuk says kiigah, like it happens. It happened it happened to be that the the ox gored, but the this ox was trained to gore, and therefore he doesn't get killed. And but we don't kill. Usually we kill the ox if he kills a person, but the bullfight uh, bull we don't kill him. Okay, fine. Assuming that he actually won. Okay. Okay. Yalla. Okay, now when I was, you ever go, you ever go, you went to Mexico to the bullfights? You never went? My grandfather was a bullfighter. Yeah, he was, he was a bullfighter? Yeah. Mamash. Wow. That's cool. Okay. I said that I went once when I was a kid, when, when we went in Acapulco for winter vacation. My parents took us to a bullfight. I said that. Okay. Gemara. Ha gufa kasha. Gemara says you have an inherent contradiction in the Mishnah, which I pointed out before. Because in the Reisha, Amart, Shoshel Chadesh, Oteh, Vekatan, Shenagach, Shoshel Pikeach, Patur. Right? He told me that if the Hashu's Shor gored my Shor, they don't pay me. Alma, En Ma'amidin Apotropos, Letam, Ligvot, Migufo. 
Because remember now, the assumption right now is the ox is tam, and the payment is going to come from the value of the ox itself. And therefore, Bedin is not going to appoint a trustee to force these hashu to sell their ox. Okay? And if that's true, then Ema Sefa, keep reading. Make up your mind. Are we appointing the trustee to collect the value of the ox or not? In the Reisha, it seems like no. And the Seifa says yes. So make up your mind. Do we, do we or we don't? We? I don't understand. Right? The understanding of the Mishnah is right now that the whole Mishnah is talking about a Tam ox. So the Hashu's ox gored me, he's Patur. Then it says the Hashu's ox gored me, I appoint a, a, a trustee and I, t- I testify in front of the trustee. Now what does that do? Obviously to collect money. But you told me I'm Patur. So make up your mind. Am I Patur? Am I paying money? What's the story? Amarava, no, no. Hachi katane. Ve'im huchzeku naghanin ma'amidim lahem apotropos u'ma'amidim lahem b'fnei apotropos. U'mashvina lehu mu'ad. Right? What, that, what, what, would, what would that do? Dechihada v'nagach l'shalem ma'aliyah. Period. So he says, what it means is the seifa is not the continuation of the nation. The nation case is the ox, the ox is tam. The hashu's ox gored me and he was tam, he's not paying me anything. But the ox became a mu'ad, then we're going to appoint a trustee, testify to the trustee that the ox is mu'ad, and now they're going to have to pay Nezik Shalim. That's the way we understand the Mishnah. Od Pam. It makes sense because... because Otherwise, you have, you, have this, you have this danger running around town that, you know... That's, belongs to a Hadesh. Yeah. Right? It's not my problem. I mean, it's not fair that we have we, yeah, the Hashu's ox is running around is, is my sound on? What is this? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, Max is on mute. Okay, fine. And, 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 and also, yeah. why does it say at the end that he becomes Tom again? We so we're gonna get, we're gonna get, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Right. Mm-hmm. The Mishnah is gonna ask you a question. Right. Mm-hmm. To say that it reverts to Tom means that to be Muad. Right. I was gonna say that in a minute. Can't you say that it's a double hitter because you have a a owner who's not responsible for taking care of a irresponsible. Right. That, so the, so so then maybe technically I shouldn't even make the Tom one responsible. But I should be appoint the trustee for the Tom even. Right. Technically. Right. But we don't. We don't. We only do it for the Muad. So far, at least the way that's the Mishnah is reading as, as face value is that now... I, now read, I read the Mishnah that the Apotopos was really before the Shorten God. He was t- actually in charge of the... The, the Tam one. Okay, that's not the way I was explaining it now, right? Because otherwise then you have a problem with by the Reisha saying Patur. Why the Patur? Yes. Okay, so we understand the Mishnah is actually now two parts. The first part is the, that they, that if the ox is tam, they're not paying. If the ox becomes a nuisance to the to, to public because it keeps on damaging, then we're going to appoint a trustee, and we're going to have to make pay damages. Good. And now that they're going to pay from the aliyah, that's what it just said, right? I read it one more time. Okay, we testify in front of the patropos and we declare the ox muad. Okay, what would that do? That the next time it goes, it's paying out of not out of the goof of the animal, but rather from the pocket of the owner. Okay, Gemara says, whoa, time out. Pocket of the owner, ma'aliyat man. From whose pocket are we paying the damages on the next time around? Right? From the, the kids, meaning, again, it would be the katan over here, right? The, whoever it is, let's say the katan, is yatom, obviously, because otherwise his father would be in charge. Why is he on the ox? He must have inherited it. So he's yatom. So Rabbi Yohanan says, no, no, the owner of the ox, we're going to take from his assets, and we're going to make him pay from aliyah to, to the damages. Rabbi Yohanan says, no, me aliyat apotropos. 
we're going to pay the next time around when Beit Din appoints a trustee, the trustee's responsibility is to make sure the ox doesn't gore. So it's now his responsibility to pay damages if the ox gores. Not the, not the, uh, the hashus, right? Did Rabbi Yochanan really say that we would now charge the apotropos to pay out of his pocket? Okay, so we have a statement first in the name of of of, of, uh, of, uh, of Yehuda, quoted by Rav Aser, that we will not go to collect any debts or, or payments from the assets of Yatomim unless there is interest that's eating through their principal. Right? They have a principal balance, and if there's interest, we're going to pay off the debt. We're not going to. But if there's no interest, we're leaving it alone. We're not taking the assets to pay debts. Period. Okay? So what does that mean? What Rabbi Yohanan's opinion is, we're going to also not only to, to pay the beat, but he's also including in there, Ketubat Isha. Okay? That we will pay off because of Mizonot. Now, what does that mean? It means we're going to sell off assets to pay the Ketubah. Now, what did he say before? He said, Rabbi Anan says from the Aliyat Yatomim, right? We're going to pay out of their pocket. And that's for damages. He comes over here now, Rabbi Anan says, no, no, we're only paying out of pocket of, of the Yatomim, either for Ribit or Ketubat Isha, but not for damages. Now, how can you tell me over there that we're going to pay damages at Yatomim's assets? So they say, we don't do it. Make up your mind. Do we or don't we? Right? So the Gwana says, Epuch. You're right. Flip the opinions around. Rabbi Yohanan Amar me'aliyat apotropsin. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yohanan Amar me'aliyat yetumim. Flip the two opinions around. Okay, which means Rabbi Yohanan, we want to make him consistent. So like before he says we don't collect from the yetumim, over here he also says we don't collect from the yetumim. Rather, the damages are the responsibility of the apotropos, says Rabbi Yohanan. And flip Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Yohanan to be the one that says we pay from the children. Okay? When I says, Amarava, Mishum de Kasha, the Rebu Hanan, at the Rebu Hanan, Mashvitla, the Rebu Seb, the Aninato, eh? He says, Because you had a contradiction in Rebu Hanan, and now you turned the Rebu Seb, the into a, an invalid opinion, or a mistaken opinion, because you didn't like what Rebu Hanan said, you had a contradiction? You can't do that. The Rebu Seb, the Aninan, the Halakha was on his side. They had a Rebu Seb, the Aninan, Dayanahu, the Nahit Leunka Didina. He is a Dayan, and he knows what he's doing. You can't make him have a mistake over here. That Ella, so now you have to, now, okay, you're right. So we have to put a B.O. back to the opinion that says that we're going to collect from the Apotropos. And now we still have a contradiction in B.O. Hanan, who said in one place that we're only going to collect from the Yetomim for Ribit Oktubat Isha. Right? Yeah, and then. Which I don't get because Hashu can, can, can have a Ketubah. Didn't we discuss that before? No, the father's ketubah. What do you mean? The mother is going to pay the mother. The father, the mother, father, the mother, the father the mother, they take them from the assets to pay their mother. I see, I see. Yeah. So they're now they're going to pay the ketubah or the. But now, and, and in another place, he says, no, we're also going to pay damages. Make up your mind. Is they paying damages from the Yatomim or not? Is it only the ketubah that they beat, not damages? Or is it also damages? Right? So we have to fix that problem now. Ella, you're right. Le'olam lotipuch. Don't switch it around. Did it be said the potropos? That's what he holds. Rabbi Yohanan says the Yetomim, and we have to deal with it. Why? He says, Umazik Shani. Okay? Damages are different. Meaning he wasn't discussing damages. Right? Damages are different. And therefore, Rabbi Yohanan says that the damages will play Umazik Shani Rabbi Yohanan. Amal me'alat Yetomim. 
Okay, he says he says no, it's different. Nabi Yohanan is going to say when it comes to damages, we're also going to pay from the assets of the Yatomim. Which means when he said before, Ketubat Isha, and the beat, he's talking about normal cases. Those are con- those are standard, those are common. But you have a case of damages, you're right, damages were also going to take for the Yatomim. Now why? He says, because if we say, like Nabi Yosef, Nabi Hanina wants to say, that we're going to take the money out of the Apotropos's pocket, what person would want to be a Apotropos for the Yatomim? Who's going to want to do this? What what benefit is he getting that you're now making him responsible for damages? Personally. He's going to pay out of his pocket. He said, forget it, I'm out of here. You're not going to have an apotropos that's willing to take care of the yatomim. And therefore says, now we can't do this. we got to let the guy that the yatomim have to pay. Okay. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Hanan will tell you back. What, okay, I mean, Rabbi Hanan is a good salah. Well, who's going to want to do this, right? What does he say back? Amar me'aliyat apotropos ve'hozrin v'nifra'im mena yatomim l'chig gadle. Collect after? Yes, you pay back. You mean you pay now, and the ktanim when they gadol, you'll special get it back service. for the assets. Special service. Yes, which means well, you'll be responsible temporarily, and you're gonna get your money back later. For that, people might be willing to do it. It's a mitzvah. Take care of the yatom. At the end of the day, it doesn't cost you anything. You have to lay the money out now for a little while. Okay, so they'll get a guy, a wealthy guy, can afford to do it. He'll let the money. He's gonna get his money back. Right? Fine. Question. Period. Period. Do we appoint right an apotropos for a tam ox right to collect from the goof of the animal regarding hashu is a machloket tanaim. Okay, for the Hadesh Otev Khatan, it's a Mahlokitanaim if we will allow the Bed Din to appoint a uh, trustee to testify and collect from the goof of the ox. Okay? The Tanya. Here is the proof that it's a Mahlokitanaim. Shor Shinit Harasho Shinit Hashru sorry. Shor Shinit Hashub. The the ox, the ox's owner became a Hadesh, right? Vinishtatu Ba'alav, or they became a Shote. Vishahu Ba'alav the Dinata Yam or the owner it trends overseas. Yehuda ben Nikusa Amar Sumchus Harehu Betamuto. Achia Idubobifneha Ba'alim. This ox can never become Mu'ad until they, uh, you have to testify in front of the owner. And this owner is a Haresh, or this owner is a Shoteh, or this owner is overseas, and therefore this ox can never become Mu'ad. Which means we're not going to appoint the Potropos to be Me'i to turn the ox, right? Into to to pay, to collect tam hatsi gufo, the chachamim ma'amidi omri ma'amidim lahem apotropin u'ma'adim bahem b'fnei apotropin. Okay, chachamim say no. We will appoint an apotropos and we'll testify in front of apotropos. Nit pakeach ha'chiresh nishtafei ha'shote ve'igdila katan. So then now the chiresh also was healed or the nishtafei became regular normal again. Right, he had his uh, mental breakdown and he's back. Or higdil the katan grew up. Ubau ba'alav b'mdinata yam, the owner came back from overseas. Yehuda ben Nikusa amar sumchus hazad l'tamuto achiyaidu bo b'fnei ba'alim. He returns back to becoming tam until he's testified in front of the owners. The biyoseh amar anehu b'chezkato. He has his hazaka of what he is, he still is. Okay? Period. Now, that's the baraita. Now we need to define the baraita because there's a problem inside. You'll see in a second. There's a question inside this baraita. It's contradictory. Amru, my harehu betamuto the ka'amar sumchus. What does it mean when sumchus says that this ox, right, is 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 uh, considered now 
right? Uh, it, stay, it stays tam in the Reisha, where he said that the owner is overseas or the crazy or the, the whatever, deaf mute. He says the ox is tam. Is tam. That's what he said, right? What does it mean? If you want to say what subchus means is that this ox can never become mu'ad because the owners aren't around and I need to testify in front of the owners, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why not? Right? That the ox reverts to becoming tam in the seifa, what subchus says, which Ezra pointed out before, right? That the ox can now become tam again. When you only become tam again, which means you muad. So how do you become muad? So when in the Reisha he said, can't mean that it stays tam forever. Because you're actually saying that when they came back, right, then you can now make the ox tam again. Well, that means it had to be muad to make it tam again. So how to become muad, right? And therefore, what does it mean in the Reisha? What does that mean? It's complete. What does that mean that it's complete? We don't take value away from the ox. Alma and ma'amidina potropos letam legavot migufo. He's holding must be that we're not going to appoint a trustee to testify against this chashu person, right? To take half the value of the ox away. The ox is tamim. It has its full value. We hold, according to Tanakama, at least now, we're not appointing a potropos to collect tam value from this ox of a chashu. The Chachamim Omrim later in the Mishnah the Baraita Ma'amidim laim apotropos Ma'amidim laim b'fnei apotropos Period Alma Ma'amidim apotropos Tatam legavot migufo And therefore it's a machloket Tanaim between Tanakama and 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 what do you call it and what and the Chachamim Okay so <clears throat> we see that it is a machloket Tanaim so that's the ratio of the Mishnah so we can look at it again one more time now we'll look up from the Mishnah. The Tanya, fourth, fifth line down, we'll read it with the Mahloket. Tanya, Shoshet Harshu Ba'alav, Nishtatu Ba'alav, Vishachu Ba'alav, Netayam, Yehuda ben Nekusa, Amar Subchus, Arehu Betemimuto. The ox stays whole. Which means we're not going to allow, to appoint the Potropos to take away half the value of the ox. Ad Shia'idu Bo Bifnea Ba'alim. Until we testify that in front of the owners, not in front of the Potropos. Because we're talking about the Tam. Chachamim say ma'amidin leim apotropos and ma'amidin leim bifnei apotropos that we will appoint a trustee and testify in front of the trustee to take care of the value of the ox away for damages. Done. It's clearly a machloket tanaim. Great. Now what about the seifa of the Mishnah? So now back to where we were. The Gemara says b'seifa b'maika miflige. In the seifa of the Baraita, what do they argue about now? So the Reisha they're arguing about this idea of do we appoint a trustee to collect chatsi nezek from the goof of the animal? The seifa reshut They're arguing about right that the does the domain switch of the animal change the status of the animal? The owner changed. Does that change the status of the animal? How the owner changed? He was a Hiresh, <clears throat> became healthy. He was a Shoteh, he became normal. He was a Katan, he grew up. He was overseas, he's back. Does it mean now that this ox is no longer in the previous status of being Mu'ad? And it, or does we say, no, once the ox is Mu'ad, I don't care if the owner changed, what does it do with the ox? Which means, the nature of the ox, is it upset because its owner is not here, and now the owner's back? And therefore it becomes Tam again, that's one opinion. Or no, it has nothing to do with the person being there or not being there. The ox is Meshnun. He's Meshnun when the owner's there. He's Meshnun when the owner's not there. What's the difference? That's the other opinion, right? And that's what they argue about. Reshut Meshaneh Ikabainahu. Subchus Savar Reshut Meshaneh. 
that's the argument. There's a machlok in the Neisha, there's a machlok in the Seifa. Good? Okay. Does a octopus have a responsibility also to control the ox and, and, and hold the ox? You know, does he also have that responsibility? So that's exactly the machlok. Do we even appoint the Potapos for this time? According in the interview, and now we're not, we're not appointing. It's not until the ox becomes crazy, and then we'll appoint an ox and take from the Aliyah. Oh, who's Aliyah? Mahluk in the Rio Hanan and okay, fine. Brother, yeah. Apotropos is only for you to mean, or it can also no, be. No, it's any of the hashus, yeah, it's even the ha- any any of the hadesh or tevikatan. If the ox becomes crazy and, and you know is a nuisance to the public, they're gonna appoint they're gonna appoint the trustee to they have to they have to get this uh, this danger off the streets. We gotta do something about it, right? Okay. Tar Rabanan. Shor Hadesh Vikata Shotevikatan Shenagah. Okay, so we have the ox belonging to the hashu and it gourd. Right? Rabbi Yaakov has to pay half Nezik. What did he do, Rabbi Yaakov, that you're charging him half Nezik? Right? The Baraita says that the ox belongs to Hashu and Rabbi Yaakov has to pay half Nezik. What did he do? Rabbi Yaakov Omer Mishalim Hasi Nezik. Okay, right, you're right. Okay, fine. It means his opinion is that we pay half nezek. Pashut, okay, can't, can't mean that we're going to charge a Yaakov every time somebody's ox bores. Okay? So, no problem. Okay. Anyway, so he says, Atsinezek. So, what case is the Yaakov talking about that he needs to tell me that we're going to pay half nezek? Peshita. Right? If the, if the ox is a hashu, Right? Uh, belongs to Hashu. And Rabbi Yaakov is saying, listen, it's a Tom Ox, he pays half damages. Zepashut, that he's going to collect, pay half damages. Ve'ibe Mu'ad, and if it is Mu'ad Ox, and he's still paying, saying, you pay half damages because it belongs to a Hashu. So we need to understand. If the Ox was watched properly, okay? Which we're going to learn in a minute in Rashi, what type of shmirah axes need? We didn't, we haven't learned it at all. We haven't touched on it at all because it's a, it's coming up in another about five six days about what type of shmirah an ox that's tam needs, what kind of ox that's muad needs. But he says right now, let's say for a second, he's telling me the Bio Akov made a statement. Uh, the tam ox pays hefnezik, right? Sorry, he says the the, the hashu's ox pays hefnezik. The Gemara says, what case are we talking about? Tam. If it's tam, it's pashut. So okay, must be it's a muad ox, because otherwise I don't need a statement, right? So the muad. So let's let's work with muad for a second. If I watched my muad ox properly, which we'll see what kind of that is in a minute, then klal klal lo bay shalume. I'm anus after that. I shouldn't have to pay at all. Why am I paying half? I did everything I was supposed to do. I should be patur altogether. Right? If I didn't watch it properly, I should pay full damages. What's with the half for the Mu'ad? Right? And therefore, we don't understand what he's saying. It can't be saying Tam because it's Pshita. It can't be Mu'ad because it's either full damages or no damages. There's no such thing as half damages for Mu'ad. Right? So what's Rabbi Yaakov saying? Actually, before we go on, let's... Uh, no, three more lines first, then we'll leave the Rashi. Amarava, Leolam be Muad. Really, you're right. It can't be a Pshita. It has to be Muad. 
So he's trying to tell, tell me there's a Mu'ad scenario where you're paying half damages. He, he watched it the minimum requirement. He did not watch it the better type of requirement. Rabbi Yaakov, who made this statement that you pay half damage, Savala Rabbi Yehuda. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar Tzad Tamut Bimkoma Omedet. Step one, we're going to put together a bunch of opinions to make sense out of Rabbi Yaakov. The first one is, we had learned it, we touched on it once back, maybe three, four weeks ago, about this idea when the ox becomes Mu'ad. And now I'm paying full damages. Is that a separate payment from the half damages time that was before and where I look at it like it's one new complete payment for all damages or is it no the time portion was always there and now I'm adding the other half to the time portion so if Rabbi Udaz of the opinion that Sad Tamut the Tam portion stays where it is, and you're adding on the second half of the payment. The nafkamina between the two opinions is to collect from the goof for the first half. According to the Biuda, if you hold Sad Tamut omedet, it's capped at the value of the of the ox. If you're saying no, it's a new payment, the whole thing is from the Aliyah. You're paying damages out of your pocket no matter what. That's the nafkamina. So the Biuda is of the opinion, Sad Tamut omedet, the Tam portion stays where it is, and the Biuda uh, Yaakov is uh, subscribing to that opinion. He also holds, like the Biuda, that the Amar Mu'ad Sagile Bishmira Pehuta. That a mu'ad ox just needs a minimal amount of watching over, okay? Which means the ox was mu'ad and it was watched minimal like it was supposed to be, and we're holding sad tam bimkoma omedet. one more confluence that he holds like rabbanan. What do they say? The amre ma'amidin apotropos letam legavot migufo. He also like Chachamim in our Baraita at the top of the page that we would be Ma'amid a Apotropos to collect from the goof of the ox, which means like this. Now it works like this: Rabbi Yaakov is holding that the story is ox's tam, and I need to tell you it's Hatzinezik because that's I'm sorry, it's Muad. It's a Muad ox that belonged to a Hashu, and I'm giving you a Chidush. Muad pays half damage. That's a chidush. I never heard that before. Oh, how'd you get there? I'll tell you how I got there. I hold, number one, that I watched it shmirah pechuta, which was the required amount. And that's where the the uh, the uh, the um, will kick in. I watched shmirah pechuta. And omedet that I'm going to pay from the goof of the animal because it's the time portion. And how do I get there? I appointed a potropos to collect from the goof. I had all three opinions together to get to Mu'ad Kepei Hatsi Nezek. Now, we're, miss, we're, missing, one we're missing one more piece here. We need Ashit to explain to us uh, what's the difference between Shmira Pechuta versus Shmira Me'ula. So let's read the Rashi and then we'll have, a, we'll have a little more clarity. We'll read it one more time. So here we go. Rashi says like this. Let's go all the way back up. It's about 15 lines on the top of the page. First one on the line is Rashi. Right? Velotana Rabbi Yaakov Mehayev. Right? Why is he saying Davka Chatzinezek? He says, I David le Shmira Meula. I put it in Fort Knox, stocks, right? Best Shmira. Venefretza Balayla. And somehow it got out, right? Or Shepirtsua Listim, the robbers knocked the door down, they blew it up. Mishumachi Patar Lamin Nezek Shalem. 
right? And that's why the Biyakov is saying you're patur from full damages because you're anus, really. Then technically I'm anus altogether. Say, klal, klal, lo bay I shouldn't pay anything. Why am I paying half? Right? I'm anus. Now, the idilo avad le meula, if you didn't put the best shmira on it, kule nezik bay le you should be paying full damages. So the Gemara says, no, no, you know what he did? Shmira pechuta. What shmira pechuta? Na'al bifaneha karaui. You lock the door properly. What's karaui proper? Mara says, Amrian le kaman delet sheyechola la'amod beruach metsuya. A door that will be able to withstand normal wind. It's not gonna. It's not hurricane force winds. Normal winds. This door will not break down. That's shmira pechuta. Vezeu karaui, and that's all that's required. Vehainu shmira pechuta. Yeah, leave the door open. It's a little hot. Vechuta sheetzel etzel ruach sheena metsuya. Right? It's considered minimal. Open the open the office door for me. Leave that one open and open this one also because it gets very hot. The eight, and now he says, I all I did was I put up a door that's be, going to be able to withstand normal winds. Okay, and that is enough. It's called what we call shmirah pechuta. And it's why are we calling it pechuta if you're telling me it's to be able to withstand normal winds because it's pechuta, right? Vis a vis ruach she'ena mitzuya. Vis a vis hurricane storm winds, well, hurricane winds. But it meets minimum requirements, right? Now, but so we call that pechuta. Technically, it's the right way to protect. I'm not obligated to protect against hurricanes. Now, the itzrich la'ashu inan, I needed to tell you, says it be Yaakov, the mishtalem hatsi nezek velo kulo, that you pay half damages and not all. Those that are going to argue at the end of this perek, okay, there's going to be a mahluk, a mahluk coming up. If you watch, if you put your axe in shmira uh, pechuta, which is ruach, one opinion says that's not enough. You're going to be chayav, and the other opinion says no, I'm totally patur. So comes along Rabbi Yaakov and says, no, neither of those two opinions is correct. You're paying chatsi nezek. Okay? Rabbi holds, like Rabbi Yehuda, which we're going to say coming up at the end of Alperik, that Okay? That watching over the Mu'ad axe, all I need is This Shmira Pechuta. It doesn't need anything more than that, even though it's Mu'ad. Why? Why would he say such a thing? Because we're going to see from Gezerat Katuv, according to the Biudah, there's extra Psukim, and that's how he's going to learn what kind of Shmira is required. Shalim. He's going to say you're patur from full damages. You're only paying half damages. When the biuda says you're patur, if you put your axe in a pen that has a door that's you're patur only on the mu'ad portion. But mu'ad. The mu'ad portion you patur on, but the tam portion you hayav. Because guess what? The biudah's svara actually is backwards logic. The tam needs shmira meula, and the mu'ad only needs shmira pechuta. Gizrata katuv, according to the biudah, when we learn his opinion later on from psukim, and therefore over here, right? The tam lo sagi le bishmira pechuta. 
Why? When you read the psukim, you'll see that there is not any extra psukim regarding the tam. And therefore, according to the biuda, the tam needs greater protection than the mu'ad. Backwards logic. Okay, and therefore over here when we say sad tamut omedet, I put the ox is already muad. I put it in a pen that could withstand ruach metsuya, which is enough for the muad, but not enough for the tam. And therefore the muad portion I'm paturon because I did what I was supposed to do, but the tam portion I'm still chayav on because I hold that the muad is only adding on to the tam portion, and you put this ox in its tam portion in a place that it can't protect. And therefore, hayah for the tam portion. And you also holds that we will allow a point to point of patropos to testify against the hashu to collect from the goof of the tam. Okay? Good. Okay? It's reverse logic. You need to see the psukim inside. But on the other hand, also, I mean, we just had 30. Eight pages of and we didn't discuss the watching the ox yet. Yes, yes. And, and How to watch the ox? Yeah, what is the whole? What is the whole last thirty-eight pages talking about? What kind of shemitah? Right, we're going to see now. When we get it's 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 uh, uh, the whole call coming up. The whole perek of perek hakones. I think it's the next. It is. It's the next perek. Okay, it's coming at the, it starts at the end of the prior perek, but it's the, the whole next perek is all about shemitah. What kind of delet? Right, the whole the whole Mishnah. If you want to look at it, it's on Nun Hayamud Bet, but uh, you'll see when we get there. In the meantime, yeah, coming attraction. So right now we, we can at least understand what Abiyudah, what Abiyakov is trying to tell us. He's trying to tell us that listen, when you combine all this varot that I hold, I hold from Abiyudah Tzatamupim Komao Medet, right, and I hold Ma'abidina Potropos Migufol Leshalem, and therefore I can collect over here, and that's why it's Chazinezek. I'm going to collect over here. You watched it, Shmira Pchuta. It was Mu'ad. The, on the Mu'ad, double portion, you patur, because it's, you did Shmira Pchuta, and that's all it needed. But the first half of the portion of the Tam, you're not, you're not, you're still Hayavan, because I hold Sad Tamut bin Koma Omedet. And therefore, that half portion you have to pay. How are you going to get it? Well, you could be a Mi'amid about the post, the Gavot Migufo, for the, for the, uh, for the Hashu guys. So and then you're going to only, collect. only goes for Hashu, it could go for, for everybody too then. What? The Shemitah, the no. difference of the Shemitah. Yeah, that's that's across the board. But over here, but but, but the question of being Ma'amida Potropos to collect from this guy, that's the Hashu case. Okay. Good. Good. Okay, so now that we have all the pieces to the puzzle together, we'll go back and read it one more time. Okay? So the Gmanah says like this. Mm, we'll pick up for um, Amarava. Le'olam. For the first, last one is on is Le'olam. It's about uh, 20 lines to the bottom page. Amarava. Le'olam be Mu'ad. Right, really, when the Biyo Akov said, Chatzinezek, we're talking about a Mu'ad ox. And what are we dealing with? We did minimal Shmira, which is all that was required, which is, and you didn't do the better one, the one that could withstand even the abnormal winds. He holds like the Yehuda who says, Sad Tamut Bimkoma Omedet. And therefore, the tam portion you're going to be chayav still because you only did shmira pechuta, and tam needs shmira meula. But the muad portion of the payment you're paturam because the muad only needs shmira pechuta. That's what you did. So you're paying half damages. Like I said, in our baraita at the top of the page that says ma'amidina potropos letam legavot migufo. Period. Okay. Amale abaye velo 
You're telling me that Rabbi Yaakov and the Chachamim, or sorry, Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yudah don't argue. You you subscribe the Yudah to Rabbi Yaakov to Rabbi Yudah's opinion, right? On two things, you said Shmira Pechuta, uh, and you said uh, what do you call it? You said Muad Sari Pechuta, and one more other. What did he say? Satamut Bekumah Those are both Rabbi Yudah. Okay, you said the Yaakov agrees and he doesn't argue. Listen to this Baraita. You have which we understand to mean right now full damages. And the Yaakov says half damages. There you go. They're arguing. How can you tell me that the Yaakov also can be Yudah? No, no. You didn't understand this, Baraita. Which means Rabbi Yaakov is not arguing, he's explaining Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says Hayav, that's all he said. Says Rabbi Yaakov, you know he's Hayav. Hatsinezek. He doesn't disagree, he's just telling you what he meant. He meant half damages. And therefore, there's no machloket. Okay. Well, Abaye read the Baraita and he thought that Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda are arguing. So tell me, Abayim, what are they arguing about according to you? I, don't, I say they're not arguing. Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yaakov is mefaresh, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yudah. When he said, he meant hefs. But you say they're arguing. Tell me what they're arguing about. Amar lecha, Abayim will answer back. Hacha b'may askinan, b'mu'ad velo natre klau. It's a mu'ad ax, and it was not watched at all. Not shmira p'chuta and not shmira me'ula. Nothing. He agrees with him in one in one in one of his halakhot, disagrees on the other. What does he say? Which he holds by, and therefore half damage. Okay, so he holds. I agree with you. Okay, and but I also hold that you would be Ma'amida Potropos. I say you're not allowed to be Rabbi Now Rabbi Yaakov is saying you're not allowed to be Ma'amida Potropos. Okay, so why am I paying half nezik? I'm paying half nezik on the mu'ad portion. Why? Because you didn't watch the ox at all. So the biyuda say you're going to pay full damages, and I say you're only going to pay half damages. Why? Because the fact that you 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 would hold you could be ma'amid and a potropos because you hold omedet. I disagree. I'm sorry. I do agree with you that omedet. But the problem is that I would say half damages because I would say you can't be ma'amid and a potropos legavot that half of the time, and you're going to say you can. Uh, and on the on the on therefore I'm only going to say Hayab on the damage no because that's that's mahokit. Do we be Ma'amid and a Potropos to collect the Hashu's money or not? So the Biyuda is saying yes, and the Biyakov is saying no. The Biyuda is saying yes, and therefore he comes out with full damages. He says the the Koma omedit you're gonna collect because we'll be Ma'amid and a Potropos and collect it from the goof. And on the side of the Mu'ad, you didn't watch the ox at all, you're paying that half also. Comes the Biyakov and says, No, 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 Habibi. On the side of the Mu'ad, I agree with you. You have to pay that because you didn't watch it all. That's half. But the other half, I say you're not allowed to be Ma'amid and a Potropos. 
and therefore you're only paying half damage. Which half? The Mu'ad half, not the Tam half. You want to collect both. And therefore, according to Abaye, that's what they're arguing about. They're arguing about the Tam portion of the payment. Does it get paid or not? According to the Biuda, yes, because we'll be Ma'amid al Potropos. And according to Biakov, no, we're not Ma'amid al Potropos. On the, on the Mu'ad portion, no Mahlokit. So when he says Nezak Shalem, in this way, Abaye reads the Baraita, it's talking about the, I'm sorry, the Biuda says Nezak Shalem, the Biakov said half damage, it's the half damage of the Mu'ad. Right. The so, other half. So the, tam, the one that you were negligent. We just said the time that we have to we have to uh, secure him even more than more than the mu'ad. According him, according if to him. left him open, then we just faulted on that too. Well, so that's only if that, that's only for the Yaakov holds that way. We don't know that he's then we're saying he's not arguing. That's what was, Abayas says they're arguing. He's not holding like him. That's Abayas point. Okay, so we're going to stop here because the rest is going to go always onto the middle of tomorrow's page. This is a good part to stop. We'll stop right here. Continue tomorrow. Adkan. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen. Zaku Baruch. It's nice last night. I missed.